Ever, That's right? what I was thinking. When, it, when they first asked me, do you want to go to a meat raffle? I was thinking Magic Mike and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I don't think I don't think I, I don't think I'm allowed to, I don't think I'm allowed to partake in that. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 611 on this Thursday morning. Lots to get to. Got to roll through. Tensions flaring, not just in the Middle East, but here at home following the explosion at that hospital in Gaza. Those are pro-Palestinian protesters on the streets of Chicago. They, like those in the Middle East states, continue to blame Israel for the explosion at the hospital that reports suggest claimed hundreds of lives. Israel firmly denying that still, that it was behind the blast, insisting it was a rocket fire from inside Gaza, and the missile failed, dropped from the sky and hit near the hospital. That narrative supported by U.K. intelligence and U.S. intelligence. That is the sound of a high-speed rocket. That is not the sound of an airstrike or of something dropped from an airplane or even an artillery shell. The high pitch is much closer to what you would hear from a rocket just prior to impact. So that's ABC News contributor Steve Ganyard. He's a former U.S. State Department expert on military affairs, and he's been analyzing video and has been sharing that and sort of walking people through it. That was one of his uh, points of analysis is this isn't what you would hear in a, a bomb drop from an airplane. Right? He's talking about the pitch of the rocket mm-hmm. that you heard yep, there yep. as he's analyzing, analyzing that video. More evidence he cites having examined the video. In the daytime video, we see a puncture in the ground. That is not what you would see from an airstrike or from an artillery shell. It's what you would see from a high-speed rocket penetrating the earth and not making a big crater. So again, the UK, the US, of course, in fairness, both allies of Israel, but they say their intelligence that they've examined shows that this was not uh, an attack at the hands of the Israelis. This morning, President Biden back from his quip trip to Israel, also echoing that intelligence data that has been shared with him. No ground offensive of yet in Gaza Mm -hmm. this morning. We've been talking more than a week now, Eric, right? And it sounds like, though, there there could be some movement at the border with Egypt that would allow some aid to be brought in. That was announced overnight. So far, that hasn't happened, but it could it could be imminent. And in Washington, still no Speaker of the House. Republicans failed again to coalesce behind a choice for Speaker. Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan actually lost votes the second time around. You know what that means. I, and it, boy, it sounds like some of the detractors of uh, Congressman Jordan are saying bring it, meaning if you vote again, you'll likely see even more votes lost. And this stopgap measure that we've been talking about that's been floated, let's just award the Speaker pro temp, the interim Patrick Speaker, McKinney. if you will. Right. Yeah. Bow ties, I like to call him. Let's get, he's bow tie guy for sure. <laughs> you can't just mix in a bow tie either, right? You're no, either bow tie yeah, guy yeah. or you're not. You got to own it now. And so he's bow tie guy. But uh, why don't we just give him some more powers? You know, the House as does the Senate, they make their own rules. So can we give this person more power so that Congress can actually get some work done? There's not unanimity behind that either. Montana Republican Matt Rosendale. He was not elected by the conference. That was an appointment that was made. And you do not turn additional special powers and privileges over to someone that was just an appointment. I think it would be a very, very dangerous precedent. But you're also breaking other rules. You can't break just one rule and then get upset about breaking another rule. Either break them all or don't break any. And have you heard, is there a plan for a vote today? I've not uh, seen that I, that's I, for sure. It's not a certainty yet. So we will keep an eye on that, whether or not they'll, they'll try Jim Jordan again of Ohio. 
uh, in a third vote. Jordan so far has said he is not withdrawing. Coming up on 615, Brandon Snide has sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Green Bay Packers are just days away for from their Week 7 matchup in Denver to take on the Broncos. Green Bay sitting at 2-3 and three as head coach Matt LaFleur met with the media on Wednesday afternoon discussing some of the things he discovered has gone wrong with his team over the bye week. Just a lot of inconsistent play. Uh, there are certain things that, as a play caller, that you you are disappointed with yourself in terms of putting guys in certain situations. And then um, it's just been very choppy. The Packers also releasing their initial injury report following practice on Wednesday. So far, so good for the Pack this week. Outside of linebacker Devondre Campbell, everyone returning for Green Bay, including running back Aaron Jones. You can count on QB1 as one who is excited to see number 33 back on the field. I mean, yeah, he's an explosive playmaker. Um, that's a guy that we need to get the ball to when he's in. Um, and, you know, the, the tape doesn't lie. He, he does a lot of really good things out there on the field. And, uh, you know, I think, like I said, uh, defense has just got to count for another guy out there, another playmaker, and how they're going to stop him, um, put a little more focus on him maybe. The Packers will be back on the practice field later today with an injury report that should follow shortly after. Over to baseball, where the Houston Astros getting some new life in the AL Championship Series. Scherzer, the 1-2, and Altuve drives this one deeper to left. Going back, Carter, still going back, and Altuve has left the yard. A home run for Jose. He missed the first at bat by a foot, and this one went about four rows deep in left field. Houston's got a 4-0 lead. The call on ESPN Radio as the Astros take Game 3 in Texas against the Rangers by a final score of 8-5. Despite the loss, though, the Rangers still leading the series two games to one with Game 4 in Arlington set for tonight. And lastly, for the first time in 21 years, the WNBA has a repeat champion. The Las Vegas Aces winning Game 4 of the finals over the New York Liberty by a final of 70-69. to A.J. Wilson named finals MVP. The Ace is joining the elite company, joining the Los Angeles Sparks and the Houston Comets as the only teams in league history to win consecutive titles. Coming up, the Genie wants to grant your wish. The Broadway season underway at the Marcus Performing Arts Center. That story next. Hey, Prince Ali, underway at the Marcus Performing Arts Center. First show of the 2023-24 season is Disney's Aladdin, showing through the weekend at MPAC. Of course, everybody knows the 1992 film featuring the late Robin Williams as Genie. Pretty solid in the Disney Princess series hierarchy, right? Oh, I agree. Yep, It's in the uh, team photo of one of the best yeah, ones. Top right? tier, right? Yeah. So you've got Genie and all of that stuff. Musical uh, mirrors the story, basically, mm-hmm. of the film. It's Disney. And it's got your favorites from the movie with some additional songs and twists as well. I spoke with Anand Nagraj, who plays the evil Jafar, and uh, he is uh, playing that right now. What do you like about audiences here? I mean, we certainly have a, a great arts culture in Milwaukee. Yeah, and I, I feel like you can tell it from from up on stage. You know, you, it's it's nice to feel appreciated up there. <laughs> well, good. You, like so many kids, grew up kind of a Disney kid, and Aladdin, the film, was uh, was important for you. Yeah, absolutely. It came out kind of at my my peak Disney age. I think I was 
eight or nine years old when it came out and and yeah it was it was meaningful to me in a way that i didn't even know at the time to see you know the the most popular movie of the time the most popular animated film and it was all characters that looked looked like me talking with anand nagraj he plays jafar in disney's aladdin here in milwaukee this week for better and for worse people are going to come in young and old who have only seen the film, they have expectations about how they want it to make them feel, what songs they want to hear. Absolutely, and I would like to think that we meet all of those expectations, exceed all those expectations. Yes. Uh, it, but but the, 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 the stage production really is cool. It's a, it's a wonderful adaptation, and it I feel like it. we are able to meet all of those expectations of what you're familiar with, what you remember from that original film. And then there's also all this other wonderful material that is new and specific to the stage production. And so critical to your character, Jafar, of course, is the interplay with Iago. Now, I'd read, at least in some productions, Iago is not a bird, it's a dude. That That is correct. That is correct. We, we tried working with the bird, and it just didn't go very well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, in the stage production, Iago was reconceived as, as a human sidekick. Yeah, like, as you say, it is very critical to my time on there, because we're <laughs> basically anytime I'm on stage, he's on stage. It must matter to you as someone who became a performer yourself that for probably a lot of kids in the audience here in Milwaukee this week and through the weekend might be their first ever real theater experience. Absolutely. And, you know, I, like with me, like with everybody, so much of our experience with with entertainment uh, that way is is on the screen. And to be able to expose them to something that's happening live in front of them and that they're experiencing live with a whole audience full of other people, that is, it's a really remarkable thing to get to be a part of. Anand Nagraj playing Jafar in Disney's Aladdin. Can we get that cat a job here? Is that like the best voice? Best voice. Oh my gosh, Velvet. Are you going, Deb? Like that's got to be a favorite for you. It Disney is. Fave? It is one of our favorites. Yeah. Um, I am not. I don't exactly have plans this weekend right. to do this. I've got a lot of things going on this weekend. Tough unfortunately, ticket, but there still are some seats available. Exactly, it's beautiful. Marcus Performing Arts Center. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur says he has increased clarity on a path forward. We'll hear about that at 645. There is some chance that above zero that AI will kill us all. Oh, we got ourselves a watch. Oh, I saw him. Little Musk watch. What's he up to? So he said he was going to go after the bots. Now he's going after the bots. Okay, so Elon Musk, as you know, the uh, owner of X, X formerly known as Twitter, is going to start charging users in two countries to start as they try to fight the bots. So Philippines and New Zealand, there's going to be a $1 fee to use X. It's a move that Musk says is aimed at curbing the presence of bots online. So these are typically nefarious actors who just create bots that cause chaos in the feed. Yeah, and start like... Stir things up. Yeah, yeah. Are divisive, usually... Not always very nice. Steal all our tickets to concerts. Yeah, we all, all those are different bots. Yeah. But <laughs> is this for new users or for the already? program? Debbie is called not a bot. 
<laughs> and the annual fee will apply to new users who want to post, like, reply or quote other content on the platform. So reading posts on the site's timeline will be possible, too, without a charge. But in this case, if you want to post things, then you'd have to pay a buck. Is that going to work? Uh, I don't know. I do like the idea of trying to crack down on bot usage. I'm a fan of that. And could you maybe, could it be like a posted stamp where it's a, a, a never fee or a forever, or a forever, forever fee? stamp? Right. Yeah. So you paid your buck and now you're in forever. Yeah. No, I think it's every year. Right? Yeah, my, Is that what that said? Yeah. So I, I guess I would go early. I'd say, fine, here's five bucks. Don't bother me. Lifetime membership. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Lifetime or something. I don't want a renewable anything. But the bot problem is there. And I don't think a lot of times we even realize we're interacting with bots. Sometimes we get all fired up about something that was posted. And you're like, dude, you know, that, that's not a real thing that posted. See, that's the nature of the bots. Yes. Well, I did say people were going to die. It's that time to celebrate an everyday hero. We do it every Thursday. Everyday hero presented by Azura Memory Care and assisted living, transforming the culture of care, Azura Memory Care. So this is when we celebrate, Vince, that average John or Jane Doe who had no idea that when they got up that morning, they were going to be saving a life. So we're not talking about off-duty cops. We're not talking about those phenomenal first responders. We're talking just John or Jane Doe. Just regular old folks with a day job. All right. So now we head to Texas, Groves, Texas. Now, might need your help here describing this. We're at, the, we're at the carnival. Carnival ride taking place. You know where you go there. They have these at state fair. They have at the county fairs where you just go on these rides, right? Yeah, yeah. Is this one of these things where it got stuck in the air? Kind of. This is the bullet ride. So basically, you saw it here. It's basically you get on the ride, and then it pendulum swings you up, and you're like 30 or 35 feet up in the air in like a little bullet slash cage car. Yeah, a little car. It's like it's like a Ferris wheel. Yeah. Like in terms of its 360 degree turn, except this thing's whipping you around. It's like one car and it goes to the top of the hammer there and swings around. So 12 year old gets in it. Door isn't really shut. It starts to swing up and (laughs) all of a sudden the ride is going. So it starts to swing up. The owner or the the operator of it says, oh, no, he jumps onto the outside of the cage to keep the door shut. She got on. He was strapping her in, and the ride just started going. Yeah, it started going. That's mom there talking to KFDM News 6. The door was still open, so I started panicking. It's it's like the ride turned on. It just started going faster as he slant. He closed the door for her, and he just kind of went up in the air. Yeah, yeah. Thirty feet in the air. There's yeah. video of it. He's on the outside. His legs are dangling. He's holding on because he didn't want that door to open with this girl inside. Is the ride going full bore? It just or swings th- up and doesn't come back down. It's like the wind grab yeah. or something. So then, of course, the weight of it is on the bottom side. So weight of the ride on the bottom now. He's up there on the outside. The little kid is on the inside. He brisked hanging there to save her, and I'm very grateful for that. So what do you do when you're up there? <laughs> like, once you're up there, okay, the... the Will help? Yeah. Anyone? Workers on the bottom are trying to figure out how to get it to swing back down. He's just hanging there. Meanwhile, girl is on the inside just face-to-face with this guy, <laughs> just looking at him. She told me she was face-to-face with him, so she was talking him, to him, you know, just hang in there, please hang on, don't let go. <laughs> oh, so she knew what was up. Yeah, like, yeah. it wasn't like... Imagine the girl. trauma what would happen. 
happened. Right? So a 12-year-old girl tells mom, like, hey, his hands are, like, bleeding because he's hanging on to the, the metal casket of the outside of this thing so hard. Mom says, oh, my gosh, this guy's a hero. You know, he didn't have to close that door. He didn't have to hold on. You know, he could have let go. And he didn't. You know, he chose to close that door and risk his life for her. I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, he did. So eventually, video shows it swing back down. Dude gets right off and gets into a little cart, and they drive him away. Don't even know his name. Mom is like, I don't even know this guy. I didn't even get to tell him thank you. Oh, there's going to be a reunion. Yeah, I hope One so. of the local TV stations will hook that yeah. up. He's going to meet her. She's going to say thank you. Hugs right. will be exchanged. Hero. Everyday Hero presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. In just three days, the Green Bay Packers will be hitting the road bound for Denver to take on the Broncos. On Wednesday, the team releasing their initial injury report. All but linebacker Devondre Campbell participating in practice. The team will be back out on the field later today with an injury report that will follow shortly after. The NFL's Compensation Committee officially extending Commissioner Roger Goodell's contract on Wednesday at the league's fall meetings in New York. Goodell, who has been charged of the league since 2006, is now signed through 2027. And lastly, the Houston Astros getting some new life in the AL Championship Series with the 8-5 Game 3 win in Texas on Wednesday night. Rangers still leading that series two games to one with Game 4 set for tonight in Arlington. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. It didn't take long, but as the Green Bay Packers currently sit at 2-3 and three following two bad losses to the Detroit Lions and the lesser Las Vegas Raiders, the pressure on head coach Matt LaFleur is beginning to mount. This week's matchup with the Denver Broncos presents a unique challenge for LaFleur in his quest to establish himself as the long-term solution in title time. While he has already demonstrated his ability to win with a future Hall of Famer at quarterback with multiple NFC North titles and a couple of playoff appearances, the time has come for him to show that he can be the long-term answer with the NFL's youngest roster. This week's game in Denver must be the start of that. This game should generate some points for LaFleur's struggling offense, but on paper, of course, it only gets you so far in this league. The struggles, though, for the most part, they have been expected. Love was bound to struggle. Injuries tend to unfortunately happen, and the defense, well, the defense has always been an issue. One that was created by LaFleur by the hire and retaining of defensive coordinator Joe Barry. Developing young talent is obviously the focal point for this season and for the future of the franchise, and this game this week provides an ideal opportunity for LaFleur to continue growing and showcasing these young and emerging players. I need to see more Christian Watson. Feed Aaron Jones. Give me more Dontavian Wicks. More Luke Musgrave. Please, Matt LaFleur, give us more innovation like we all witnessed in 2020 and 2021. After a week off and ample time to prepare for the league's worst defense, the excuses for LaFleur are no more. This is a must win for the Green Bay Packers and it should be led by the unit Matt LaFleur is operating. in Wisconsin's Morning News, our friend and teammate from ESPN, Milwaukee, Jen Lada, in the house this morning. Morning, guys. 
You were asking advice on the meat raffle. I need advice. I've never been to a meat raffle before. Have you heard of a meat raffle? I had never this. heard of a meat raffle before, but they're having one up in Cedarburg and Mequon uh, for the hockey teams up there. Okay. And so I got invited by a couple other moms whose sons are also on my son's football team. And I don't know what to do. I don't know. Like, meat raffle. Well, first of all, you are entered. <laughs> you are doing this. <laughs> what do I do? How does it work? I'm a little intimidated if I'm being honest. So I think what I mean, the one that I was involved in, how it works is it's like you buy raffle tickets and you can buy as many as you want or as few as you want. You can buy a ticket or, you know, the arm's length or however. For what? For meat? So then what they do is, yeah, they start drawing one by one. And so the first person, first number draw, you know, three, seven, six, two, four, eight. Oh, I got it. Okay. So you're when your number is called, then you go up to. This huge selection of meat. So there might be a bunch of hamburgers. There might be a bunch of bacon. There might be some steaks. Uh huh. Oh, so does everyone bring that? Is it like potluck meat? Well, I don't in? think anyone. I don't think people bring it. I think they actually went out to like local vendors, yeah. local butchers, uh, gotcha, local gotcha. people, and this is a chance to kind of show off the yeah. Wisconsin wares. Um, but but. I think people drink also. I think there's alcohol. Oh, I don't think that would. I know. It doesn't sound like anything. No. It doesn't sound like something we do in Wisconsin. (laughs) Not at all. Um, Is this maybe the most Wisconsin fundraiser ever? That's what I was thinking. When when they first asked me, do you want to go to a meat raffle? I was thinking Magic Mike and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I don't think I don't think I'm allowed I don't think I'm allowed to partake in that. And then they said, no, it's actual meat. You could win a quarter cow. And I said, yeah. I don't know what a quarter cow is. It's so, all the stuff. So the quarter cow is d- various cuts of meat then from that quarter. But you but could it, split that too with other people. Sure you could. You guys are making this sound very fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited, okay? that's like Let's put that out there. But I'm intimidated because I'm a first timer. Are people going to take advantage of me being a first timer? No. Is there some like secret no. that I need to know about? Now buy a whole bunch of tickets. When your number's called, you go up there and you pick the best thing that's still up there. Okay, but let's, let's, let's follow this through, okay? Don't I need to have a space in my home to keep the meat that yeah, I freezer, want? Freezer, yes. Yeah, yeah. You got, <laughs> perhaps. Got to have your meat freezer. Don't I mean, you have a meat at, freezer? We're not at the, no, I don't have a meat freezer. <laughs> Am I not a Wisconsinite at this Jesus. point? Like, like having never been over to a house. meat raffle. It's right next to the have, beer fridge. I know. Well, in the winter, you just throw it out in the snow, don't right. you? Also yes, true. correct. Dig a little igloo type thing and put your meat well, out then, there. So, so then you're going to look for smaller selections. You know, they'll have a big old thing of bacon or something like that. Or they'll have, you know, whatever. You don't have to get the quarter cow. Okay, so you just don't raffle for those things. I thought it was more of like, if your ticket gets picked and you got the quarter cow, sorry, Hmm. sorry about it. Well, maybe that's how they'll run this one. You can do it, I mean, typically how I think it goes is when your number is called, you go up there and what's left is left. Oh, so you in get your to tip- pick. Right. In your typical raffle, if it's at the golf outing, they have 10 prizes, right? One of them is a new driver, okay? A $500 thing. And one of them is a hat, right? Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, if you're picked earlier, oh, I'll take the $500 item or whatever. If you're down towards the bottom, it's like, okay, I guess I got the hat, right? So you go up and choose from what's available. Can you trade? Absolutely. Can I trade I bet you could. I'd encourage you to. But I, if you were to get the quarter cow or the half cow or even more than half some cow? of them. The live cow? You're just walking in the house with a cow. Must take delivery tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why I'm nervous. It feels like everyone else has done a meat raffle and I'm mm. gonna be there like the newbie, the You're and just I, fine. 
Well, I appreciate you saying that. Yes. So I'm, I'm excited about the meat raffle. Um, it's again, I appreciate that there will be alcoholic beverages potentially. Can anyone else come? Are you inviting others to the meat Everyone raffle? Everyone is invited. Okay, Absolutely. This is in Cedarburg on Saturday. It, I guess it's the, uh, for the Mequon and Cedarburg hockey teams. It's called the Slapshot Meat Raffle. There you go. Um, <laughs> but that's great, right? This the Slapshot Meat Raffle. And who knows? Maybe a magic mic will turn up anyway. I mean, anything's possible. <laughs> right. yeah, again, still not in the market. <laughs> he might for that. also be on the table. Make that very clear. I'll take Mike. 657 on Wisconsin's Morning News.